0: Following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions.
1: This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa.
0: It's like, hey, let's figure out our break-even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount but less checks, right?
1: and your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa.
0: I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff.
1: Together, they form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement
0: Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa good morning southeast missouri and wherever you may be listening this is the retirement playbook with brock alspaugh brought to you by innovative financial solutions we are the retirement people and we're here with you every saturday and we've got a great show lined up for you today and i'm here again with our co-host tony shore good morning tony how are you good morning brock alspaugh i'm doing great
1: great (laughs) to be here with you today i'm excited about this show Uh, I know you've got a good one prepared for us, and I've had a great week. You know, the weather's gotten better, uh, a little bit better, so that's good news, and I've been able to get outside a little bit, which always helps, and other than that, I have been pretty busy. How about you? What have you been up to?
0: Same thing. You know, our weather's better, too, and uh, it's, it's one of those deals where it's anytime the sun is shining, people are smiling. Frolicking through the well still snow I guess on the ground here but <laughs> sure sure <laughs> I'm not through the daisies yet anyway but uh yeah no doing great doing great thanks for asking hey listen folks go to my website it's loaded with great information if you need any kind of uh information on retirement planning investing and those kinds of things it's theinnovativeteam.com theinnovativeteam.com uh you can put, download our retirement income toolkit you could actually order my book, uh, The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. So uh, it's available on Amazon, but you can also access it through our website. Um, and so Social Security, if you've got questions about Social Security income, I mean, really, folks, anything related to retirement, that is a great resource for you. It's, it's the InnovativeTeam.com. If you want to take stuff a step further here, okay, we can just give us a call. Okay, 573-332-7855. I'm located right here in Cape Girardeau, and uh, we'll be glad to, to help you out. All right, Tony, you ready to get into the material today? I am. What are we talking about? Well, we're going to talk about a very timely subject. Uh, are you ready for tax season? Ah. And I know the thought of taxes, for Tony. Some people either get excited because they know they've taken out more than they needed to, and they're getting ready to get their quote-unquote bonus check <laughs> as far as their refund from the government. Uh, but some people are dreading, you know, that April 15th date. And uh, so, so some, uh, some people are going to be really happy here, and, and some people are, are not so much at this time of year. So uh, let's talk about what people should be doing and what you should be thinking about and doing to help yourself when it comes to getting ready for tax season. Okay. Yeah, that so sounds
1: good. That sounds good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna be some great information. We're gonna discuss some potential tax breaks and credits. Uh, and actually we're gonna do that from three different categories, Tony. And the first category is people in their fifties and sixties. The second category is people who are self employed. And the final category is going to be tax breaks that are available to anyone. So yeah, literally, good. Tony, we are going to be talking to everyone out there. That's good. Sometimes we we zero in on a specific audience, but today we're going to talk to everyone. So well, here we
1: go. I think this is the perfect time of the year uh, to kick around tax ideas. And some people out there, Brock, may have already filed, but I'd be willing to bet most haven't. So I know you've got some great insights today. And you know what? With COVID-19 vaccines slowly making their way across the country, Mm -hmm. what could be a bigger sigh of relief than filing your taxes and getting your vaccine?
0: (laughs) It's a one-two punch. (laughs) Uh, So how do
1: you want to get us started on this topic today?
0: So again, let's start with the people uh, in their 50s and 60s. And I found an article, uh, Tony, because that's what we do in radio, right? We, we just use all the print stuff. So thank you all to all the print people out there that do articles. Cause we'll use your information to sure. talk about on the radio. <laughs> sure. But uh, it was an article from U.S. News and World Report, and it was titled 10 Tax Breaks for People Over 50. So you can go find this article if you'd like, if you want to really dive into every little subject. But it has some really terrific information, Tony. And while your 50s and 60s may mean you're moving a little slower than you were in your 20s, the good news is, is there are some very real financial advantages to being in that age bracket, okay? Uh, As the article notes, once you turn 50, and especially when you hit 65, you may get a bigger standard deduction, and you could potentially earn more before you even have to file a tax return. Additionally, if you're older than 50, you may be able to defer taxes or perhaps avoid them altogether on the money you're using for retirement health savings accounts. So let's get into the details of that, Tony.
1: Yeah, Uh, that sounds good. So, mm -hmm. I mean, especially when you say a bigger standard deduction, I like the sound of that.
0: (laughs) Everybody likes the sound of that, right? Uh, And and, and through the 2017 Jobs and Tax Cut Act, you know, the the standard deduction was essentially doubled uh, under President Trump. So, um, but yes, you're correct. As long as you don't itemize what you're deducting, you can utilize a larger standard deduction if you or your spouse is 65 or older. The current standard deduction for seniors is $1,650 more than the deduction for younger people than 65 who are filing as an individual. So, married couples can bump their standard deduction by $1,300 if one spouse is at least 65 years old and $2,600. So, you double the $1,300 if both spouses are over uh, 60, excuse me, 65 or older. Okay. Um, So, that's something that I don't think a lot of people knew about, Tony, you know, as far as that being there for uh, an additional deduction.
1: Right, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. So uh, you also mentioned maybe a larger filing threshold. Tell us more about that.
0: Sure, sure, yeah, no problem. So those that are sixty-five or older can have a gross income of as much as fourteen thousand and fifty dollars before they have to file a tax return for twenty twenty. Okay, that's sixteen hundred and fifty more than younger workers. So if you make less than that 15,050, you may not have to file a tax return at all. For married couples, the threshold is 27,500 if, Tony, both spouses are 65 or older. And it's 26,100 if at least one person is 65 or older. So I know there's a little there's a lot of numbers there folks and it can be confusing, but you need to know what these numbers are because you may not have to file a tax return and how great is that? Right? I will say this, Tony, you should note that even if you're below the filing requirement of these dollar amounts, okay, you may still want to file a tax return so you, that you can qualify for potential tax credits or refunds of withheld income taxes. So for example, if you had an IRA, for example, and you were getting distributions from that and you were withholding taxes, that might be a reason even if you're under these thresholds, to go ahead and file, because then you can get some potential tax credits or refunds back of the taxes you've already been withheld. So, you know, I don't know what an accountant would say about this as far as their feeling on should you just go ahead and file. Um, It seems like to me it'd be really easy not to have to file if you're below these income numbers, but just don't forget about things like that. That's the main point, I think.
1: Right. And that's that's obviously key here. And I don't think I'm breaking any new ground when I say that taxes can be very confusing. I mean, I'm hearing you talk about this, all the rules and requirements. So if you haven't already, you want to work closely with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, because you have a wealth of experience and insight when it comes to taxes and
0: you don't have to take on the tax man alone. Right. That's right. Look, Tony, taxes are part of life. What are the two things you are going to do in life? <laughs> you are going to pay taxes, and you are going to die. That's something. And there is a third:
1: eat, eat pizza. Uh, taxes, taxes, of course, and pizza. Of course. For me personally, those no, are the three guarantees in and life. And
0: you know, we share the mutual love of pizza. You know that. <laughs> I mean, I, it's my favorite thing. In fact, real quick, I know I am sidetracking here, but this week I made an order of pizzas from from New Haven, Connecticut okay because i've heard that that place is one of the best pizza places in the country so i actually ordered some pizzas they sent them to me and i you know you, you they're frozen and your dry ice or whatever and you throw them in so we threw one in last night tony it was fantastic it was fantastic i mean it was one of those where it was crunchy but it was it was just it was just unbelievable i'll have to get the name for you i can't remember the name of the place so anyway that is available nowadays. It's not just about Domino's and, you know, Pizza Hut. So <laughs> I'll have to get you the name of that, though. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's uh, we we need to know. Uh, I yes. need to know. I need to have that now. That's good. And you know, you've talked a lot so far about tax breaks for people who are 65 and older, but I know that there are also tax strategies for people younger than that,
0: right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We said we would do that, so here we go. If, uh, for example, you turn 50 years old, the year that you turn 50 years old, you can funnel an extra $1,000 into an IRA. So if you're putting in $6,000, you can now put in $7,000 if you are uh, f- turning 50 this year, okay? Or you're at least 50, okay? And, and I make a big point of saying this year, Tony, because uh, you don't have to wait. So say your birthday is in August, Okay. And you've got a 401k, and you're putting money in, and you want to put some of this catch-up contribution in there, you don't have to wait till August. Okay, it's the year that you turn fifty. Okay, Uh, uh, so so a worker in their fifties, by the way, who's in the 24% tax bracket, who maxes out an IRA, could save about seventeen hundred dollars on their tax bill by putting that money in the traditional IRA. Now, what I would encourage you to do, because that additional monies, okay, what we call the catch-up contribution, it's allowing you to catch up because maybe you haven't saved enough prior to age 50 for your retirement, Uh, is that look at the Roth IRA, okay, so you don't get that deduction and you wouldn't save that money right now in your current tax bill, but again, that money then grows tax-free and everybody knows how much of a proponent I am of Roth IRAs, okay, Um, and so uh, that additional catch-up contribution is also available in the 401k, in the amount of $6500. So you can defer 19500, $19, dollars in a 401k. Okay? Now for a lot of people, you know, that's maybe unrealistic. But if it's not, just know in the year you turn 50, you can put an additional $6500 in that 401k. So now we're talking wow. about 20. Yeah, $26,000 per year that you could be putting in a 401k. And again, if your employer offers it, you could do that in a Roth 401k, okay? So think about that compounding effect, Tony, of $26,000 going into a 401k, compounding over 20, 30 years, and it's all tax-free, the contribution and the gain that that person put in. So it's a very powerful tool that I would encourage everyone to look at, okay? Well,
1: that's a good point. And I think filing for taxes, it can obviously be a source of anxiety for a lot of people, <laughs> uh, and self-employed especially. And yes. there's something to be said for having money just taken out of your paycheck. And that's a luxury, though, that uh, most self-employed people don't have. So right. what are some of the options that self-employed people have when it comes to tax deductions?
0: Yeah. So the good news is there are plenty uh, of good and potential options. We got to be careful about what we say here. Uh, because you know, just from a compliance standpoint, you need, let's address this now. You need to talk to your tax advisor. So we're giving you ideas, folks. You understand that's what this show is all about to help you in your life and help you in your planning. Okay. But you need to talk to a tax advisor too about all of these things just to make sure that they apply to you. And, uh, so, so I did find an article, Tony. Investopedia, Investopedia, excuse me. Uh, fifteen tax deductions and benefits for the self-employed. Now we're not going to go through all fifteen. You can go to Investopedia and, and find this article, uh, but we're going to hit some highlights here. Okay. For example, if you're self-employed, your internet and phone bills are a good place to start. Whether or not you claim a home office on your deductions, you can claim the business portion of your phone and internet cost. So obviously that one applies to someone that doesn't have a, an official, maybe you've got a side business um, maybe you work somewhere, but you also have a side business. Well, guess what? You have a, a, a legitimate claim to deducting some of those costs that are dedicated to your work. Okay. And, and, and don't take that for granted because it may only seem like a hundred dollars here and there, but it all adds up. Okay. And so, I just want to make sure that, you know, you're thinking about these things. Um, Health insurance is another significant area that self-employed should be aware of. If you're covering your own health insurance premiums and don't qualify to participate in a plan through your spouse's employer, you can deduct all of your health, dental, and qualified long-term care insurance premiums. Okay. Wow. Uh, That's a, yeah, that's a huge one. Okay. Uh, Additionally, you can deduct the premiums you pay to cover your spouse, your dependents, and children who are 27 years or younger at the end of the year, even if you don't claim them as dependents on your taxes. Mm. So again, these are, yeah, go ahead, Tony. Well, I mean,
1: clearly, uh, if you're self-employed, you really should be working with a financial professional like yourself. Yes. That would be a smart move. Because guidance not only with taxes but your overall financial strategy. But one thing I'm curious about, I wanted to ask you about is what a person can deduct when it comes to meals.
0: Yeah, so pizza
1: buffet that pizza buffet I hit (laughs) regularly. We got to figure that out.
0: (laughs) There's some real confusion about this because there's been some rule changes, Tony, Um, and 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 rule changes in that you know meals and entertainment are are one category that is uh, really Uh, been targeted as far as not being able to deduct those things. But you can deduct meals whenever you're traveling for business or if you're at a business conference or entertaining clients. But don't forget that the meal can't be overly extravagant. Okay, The article also notes a temporary rule change on meal deduction through 2022, so through the end of next year you can deduct 100% of meals as long as they're served in a restaurant. Previously, you could only deduct 50% of the meals cost if you kept your receipt or 50% of the standard meal allowance that, that the government puts into place. Okay? So, you know, there's been a lot of confusion. A lot of people, you know, especially my friends that are business owners themselves, will you know, I thought we got rid of, you know, Mills Entertainment. Well, no, you didn't. You just need to understand the rules that go along with if you are going to do that. Does that make sense, Tony?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, that that makes perfect sense. And I think that uh, that's really clearly uh, it's important. And that's an interesting rule change. I imagine it will be nice uh, if a temporary perk for a lot of self-employed
0: people out there. Uh, there mm-hmm. are some good changes. Uh, what's next? So and this one applies to me. In fact, I just, you know, I had a business trip a couple of weeks ago. And here's the thing with business trips. OK, simply put, to qualify for a tax deduction, your business travel must be longer than one ordinary workday and must include sleep or rest and take place outside of the area of your taxed home. OK, which is generally considered the city where your business is located, by the way. Okay. Right. So to qualify as a business trip, you need to have a specific business purpose scheduled before you leave home and during your trip. So folks, this is, these are real numbers that add up. And I know travel has been reduced through COVID, but like I said, the other day, I just went to, you know, I just came up to, uh, to see some business folks and I, you know, I stayed overnight. So that trip did qualify, but hanging out, uh, (laughs) handing out your business cards, at a friend's las vegas bachelor party tony does not make your trip tax deductible okay so just to be clear on that you, you don't just go oh hey yeah we talked about business and we're going to write this trip off i mean it sounds kind of fun but it's not deductible um, well it
1: probably goes without saying but if you do travel a lot for your business obviously make sure you're keeping accurate records and receipts right. because the irs might get curious about what you're up to Uh, So what are some of the uh, rules for a self-employed person's vehicle
0: use? Then, This is a big one, too. Um, If you've been using your car for business purposes, your cost for those drives are tax deductible. This is another place to keep a really good uh, track record and and, and accurate so you can supply it, uh, especially in the case if you were audited. Uh, But you're going to need to keep really good records. Uh, And it's really important because you'll want to track the date, mileage, and reason for the trip. Those are the basics right there. Okay, that's all you have to do. So it's not too hard. You just got to make sure you do it. Right. Um, And it's important not to claim personal trips as business trips. Okay. So, again, there's lots of areas that you can be helped. Uh, And, by the way, the standard mileage rate for this year for 20, uh, excuse me, for last year, 2020, because that's what we're talking about, filing taxes for your 2020 year was 57.5 cents per mile okay and by the way it's going to be 56 cents per mile in 2021 so it did go down a little bit okay as far as that's the that's the the, the reimbursement rate so um good information there but I will tell you Tony just like anything else when you're talking about taxes it's one aspect of a very important and bigger picture. And it's our retirement planning puzzle. And, and if you're not considering taxes in your plan, you are missing out. You don't have a complete plan. Okay. We have actually one of our reports that we do when we go through our retirement planning process, people will have their own retirement playbook. And one of the reports that makes up their playbook, Tony, is called the found money report. And we're going to find some ways to help you save on taxes, not only now, but in the future. One aspect of that report is a Roth conversion uh, aspect. And so does it make sense to pay taxes now on a on converting some of your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA? Now, what happens is, is you pay taxes now on that conversion, but now that new asset, that new Roth IRA is going to grow tax-free to, to you in retirement. Uh, there's also some additional benefits like required minimum distributions. You'll be helped out there when you become 72. But there's lots of reasons to do it, and you can go to our website. We actually have a Roth conversion guide on our website. It's the innovativeteam.com. Oh, the very front page, if you scroll down, uh, you'll see the Roth conversion guide, and you can download that guide, and it will help you understand what a Roth conversion is and how it can help you. And after all, that's why we're here with you every Saturday, is to give your information to help you. And if you need to take that a step further, if you want to say, hey, I really need some help from me and my family, just give us a call, 573-332-7855. We can have a phone conversation about this, or we can schedule an appointment where you can come in and we can take a look at your situation. And I may say, hey, look, you've done everything right. But there may be some things that I can give you, some recommendations I can give you as well. So, folks, it's been a great show today. I hope you've gotten something out of this. I just want to say, Tony, thank you for being here again today with us, and I'm really excited about uh, some, some new audience that we're talking to today as well.
1: Awesome. And a great show today, but that does it for today's episode of The Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Allspot. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855. Or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone.